How do you get shirts so clean, Mr. Lee? Ancient Chinese secret. My husband, some hotshot. Here's his ancient Chinese secret, Calgon. Calgon's two water softeners soften wash water so detergents clean better. In hardest water, Calgon helps detergents get laundry up to 30% cleaner. We need more Calgon. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Are you ready? All right, everybody, thank you very much, and welcome back to Things You're Not Supposed to Talk About with Louis G. That is me, and that was a very successful commercial for Calgon, but the tagline, ancient Chinese secret, huh? That's what we're going to focus on today, folks. We're going to focus on the Chinese secret of how the hell they make so much money all the time, and uh, that's the name of the podcast, Ancient Chinese Secret, huh? If you're, uh, you know, you're not over 49, you might not remember that commercial, right? But I do. Uh, it was self-deprecating and reverberating hyperbole. But uh, today, it's considered racist. So lots of people bought that detergent, by the way. And the two Asian actors had a fruitful Hollywood careers afterwards. But uh, it seems that today, a seemingly odd phenomenon has taken hold. And either knowingly or not, gets ignored for the sake of creature comforts. It's the way the Chinese government treats its workers nationwide and the companies that do business with them like uh, like some ancient Chinese secret, right? I mean, I mean, right? It's literally something no one wants to talk about or these companies would move to another country because U.S. consumers made them do it through boycotts and bad ratings, right? I mean, that's what we do. Don't we, don't we cancel shit? Well, how come we're not canceling China, you know? We're canceling Bud White, Bud Light, right? We're canceling Budweiser, right? We're canceling uh, Aunt Jemima, right? We're canceling Uncle Ben. How come we're not canceling the Chinese? Well, we talked about the words of these companies on a, the worth, the, actually the words, listen to me. We talked about the worth of these companies uh, on a previous podcast, so it seems worth it to reiterate some of that, right? Because these are the comp- country, uh, companies that are the most prevalent in doing business with China and breaking all of the child labor laws and labor laws of the United States in the process. Now, labor laws in the United States don't mean a damn thing in China. You know that, and I know that. But we have labor laws here, and we should expect other com- countries, right? I know you don't think this is going to be a correct statement, but I do. We should expect other countries to adhere to our labor laws if they're selling products in our country. That's all, right? You sell a product to an American, then you should have the proper labor laws in place to do that with for that product, right? I don't care if you want to make product in your own country and you want to call it like, you know, uh, Ying and Yang's fucking sneaker company. I don't care what you want to do, okay? And you could have all the child labor uh, 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 problems in in the world for that. That's your that's your product. But once you put an American name on it, you should obey the labor laws of our country. I'm sorry. Otherwise, Americans shouldn't buy the product. That's the way I feel about it. So here are some of the major companies that have forced scrutiny or criticism for their businesses and, and uh, their activities in the Xinjiang and uh, the Xinjiang pros, uh, uh, Providence. Okay, Adidas. 
$34.69 billion company. Amazon, $1.3 trillion. Apple, $2.5 trillion. BMW, $70 billion. Coca-Cola, $273 billion. H&M, $226 billion. Nike, $194 billion. Samsung, $433 trillion. Uniglo, $10 billion. Zara, $13 billion. Like, these companies have been accused of using forced labor or sourcing materials from suppliers that forced labor from Uyghurs or other ethnic minorities in Xinjiang. Like, most of these companies have denied the allegations or have pledged to investigate their supply chains and act if necessary. That's the ancient Chinese secret. That's it. Okay? Is to abuse their workers for as long as they can so that American companies can make money and do business in China so that China can make money so they can abuse more workers. That's, that's it. That's what's going on, right? Working conditions uh, in China are often poor particularly in factories and other industrial settings. Um, workers may, may be required to work very long hours, sometimes up to 12 hours per day, six or seven days a week, right? I mean, they, 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 they're supposed to be exposed to hazardous materials and poor working environments, such as chemicals or high temperatures, and they don't have any protective gear. I mean, we do. They don't. Why is that okay? Wages in China are generally lower than in many developed countries. Uh, there are still some concerns about low wages, particularly in certain sectors such as agricultural and domestic work. Um, and don't let, let anybody fool you. Uh, I, I found agriculture and domestic work on the Internet to be the most prevalent reason why Chinese uh, labor uh, charges are low. That's a lie. The Internet's lying. Okay, because I found other stuff, very, very hard to find, looking on Forbes and things like that about these companies and how much they pay for labor, and it's ridiculously low. All right. So there are many challenges and concerns regarding China, but here are 10 significant ones that you should know about. And if you don't know about them, you know, maybe you should, right? Because you're buying products from Walmart, you're buying products from Target, you're buying products, all these products, and they're all made in China. And, and here's what you're, you're saying is okay, all right? Uh, human rights abuses. Um, political oppression, trade tensions, environmental degradation, cybersecurity threats, foreign policy assertiveness, um, economic inequality, an aging population, corruption, and health and their healthcare system. Right. So let's just start at the top because what are the human rights abuses that China has been going through? And and China has been criticized for its treatment of ethnic minorities, including the Uyghurs in Xinjiang and the Tibetans and Hong Kong citizens, as well as for its uh, censorship of the media and suppression of free speech. So their human rights violations are tremendous. Uh, political oppression, the Chinese government exercises tight control over the political system with the ruling Communist Party, monopolizing power and suppressing dissent. Trade tension, China has been accused of unfair trade practices such as currency manipulation and intellectual property theft which have led to trade tensions with other countries, particularly in the United States. Um, and via degra environmental degradation, right? China is the world's largest producer of greenhouse gases and has been criticized for poor record on environmental protections, including air pollution, water pollution, and deforestation. Uh, their cybersecurity threats 
they have cyber espionage and hacking, which has led to concerns about the security sensitive information and intellectual property of the United States and people doing business with them. Foreign policy assertiveness. China has become more assertive in its foreign policy with territorial disputes in the South China Sea, where they are creating islands and calling it their own. That's what they're doing so that they can so that they can continuously leapfrog into the Taiwanese area. All right. Economic inequality. Despite China's rapid economic growth, there are still significant income disparities between urban and rural areas between different regions of the country. I promise you they're not working on their social economical uh, issues the way we are here in this country. Um, they also have an aging population. Their one their, their uh, one child uh, rule has has cost them dearly. Uh, corruption. China's full of corruption. Please widespread corruption, particularly among government officials and state owned enterprises. And their healthcare system is falling apart. All right, they don't have any health care in a lot of the rural areas. So, what is a Uyghur and what does it mean to be one? Right? I mean, what does it mean to be a Uyghur? Well, the Uyghurs are a predominantly Muslim ethnic group native to the uh, Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region in the northwest China. They are culturally and linguistically distinct from the Han Chinese majority and have their own language, cuisine, music, and traditional dress, right? They're completely different than the Chinese. And they live in a zone that's um, it's been theirs for thousands of years. Chinese don't like it. That's all. Uh, to be a Uyghur means to identify with this cultural and ethnic heritage, all right, which has a long and complex history. The Uyghur people have lived in the region of Xinjiang for thousands of years, and their cultural and their culture has been shaped by various historical influences, including Islamic, Turkic, and Chinese traditions. In other words, they've got like three different. Uh, cultures within the one culture and they blend them seamlessly these, these are not a bad people dude they're not a bad people folks i'm telling you right now uh and they need to they need to be shown some some respect because what they're being what's happening to them right now is they're being systematically eradicated all right so in recent years however being a Uyghur has also come to carry significant political and social implications the chinese government uh they've been accused of cracking down on Uyghur cultural and religious expressions Right, suppressing the Uyghur political dissent. Um, there's mass detentions, forced labors, other human rights abuses. Uh, as a result, being a Uyghur in China today also means facing significant challenges and potential persecutions. Uh, so, when was the last time a Uyghur? Look, the Chinese are claiming that they're re-educating the Uyghurs because of their terrorist type of factions. But you know, I looked, and I can't find the last time a Uyghur. Uh, you can prove that a Uyghur performed a terrorist act in china like i can only find two and it's supposedly a uyghur so it's difficult to provide an exact date for the last time uyghur committed an act of terrorism against china um such incidents have been sporadic and often involve complex political and social factors yeah like lies right there have been several reported incidents of violence and terrorism attributed attributed to the uyghur separatists or extremists in recent years this 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 name tag of separatist or extremist, extremist is something that China has put on these people. There is no reason for this terminology to be used with these folks. They are not terrorists. China is using the word Islamic and the word terrorist, terrorist as a symbiotic type of relationship, kind of like the way we do here in this country, out of ignorance, out of, out of racism. The Chinese are doing it for political reasons. They know exactly what they're doing. The Uyghurs have been there for thousands of years. The Chinese are not confused, I promise you. All right? Um, the Uyghur separatists uh, tried something in 2014 on a deadly attack occurred in a Kuming railway station in which a group of attackers 
allegedly Uyghurs killed 31 people and injured over 140. And in 2018, a knife attack in uh, the Kashgar region killed three people and injured four others, with the attacker reportedly being maybe a Uyghur uh, extremist. So it's important to note that incidents of terrorism and violence are not representative of the Uyghur population and that the vast majority of Uyghurs are peaceful, law-abiding citizens. This is 100% true. Additionally, uh, some experts have criticized the Chinese government's broad definition of terrorism. Like I just said, they're using the word terrorism and Islamic in the same sentence the way we do it here. We don't like it the way we do it. We shouldn't like it the way they do it. We fight to keep that from happening here. We should fight to keep that from uh, 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 happening in China as well. Um, And its use of counterterrorism measures as a means of suppressing dissent and human rights, right? So here are some of the abuses that are being faced by the Uyghurs in the Xinjiang province. Uyghurs, right, the predominantly Muslim ethnic minority group in China, they live in the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region in the northwest part of the country. And in recent years, there have been numerous reports of human rights abuses against the Uyghurs by the Chinese government, including internment camps, mass surveillance, right, religious and cultural suppression, forced labor, family separation, and sexual abuses and forced sterilizations. So what does that mean? There's internment camps, which we're just going to call concentration camps. That's what we're going to do now. All right. They're not internment camps. They're concentration camps. The Chinese government has established a vast network of concentration camps, which it calls re-education or vocational training centers in Xinjiang. Why do these people need to be re-educated? That's a silly statement. These camps reportedly detain Uyghurs and other ethnic minorities without trial or legal representation, subjecting them to indoctrination, forced labor, and physical abuse, right? There's mass surveillance on these people, and it's been implemented in high-take surveillance systems in Xinjiang using facial recognition, technology DNA databases, and other forms of monitoring, tracking the movements and activities of Uyghurs and other minorities, and this has led to widespread fear and mistrust among the communities. Well, why wouldn't it, right? I mean, religious and cultural suppression the Chinese government has cracked down on the religious and cultural practices among the Uyghurs, banning Islamic veils and other traditional clothing, prohibiting prayer and other religious activities, and even demolishing mosques and other cultural landmarks. They put them in forced labor. There have been numerous reports of Uyghurs and other minorities being forced to work in factories and other um, industries against their will, often under brutal conditions. Uh, they separate them from their families. They reportedly separate a Uyghur family, detaining uh, parents in in internment camps and sending their children to state-run orphanages or boarding schools. Um, Sexual abuse and forced sterilizations. Uyghur women have been subjected to sexual abuse and forced sterilizations as part of a broader campaign to suppress their population. Okay? You know what? The Chinese government denies that this is that they're committing any types of abuses on the Uyghurs and has defended its policy as necessary to combat terrorism and extremism. But I haven't given you any examples of terrorism and extremism. So you know what we're going to call that? We're going to call it this. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Yeah, that's what we're going to call that. That's all. All right. That's what they got going on over there. Let me tell you a little about the separated Uyghurs families and what happens to them. Because what happens to the separated families, right? I'm glad you asked because I know you didn't. I'm asking for you because we forgot about them already, right? That's We just want to buy shit from Xi'an. That's what we want to do. So we forgot about the Uyghurs already. Let's keep going because I'm going to try and do my best 
to make you feel as guilty as possible so you never buy anything from China again, right? That's, <laughs> that's where I'm going <laughs> with this whole thing. All right, here we go. And it's, and it's an impossible thing to do, right? So let's try it again. All right, so there have been reports that the Chinese governments have forcibly separated the Uyghur families in Xinjiang as part of its campaign to, to suppress the population. Uh, the exact number of families affected is unknown, but it's believed to be in the thousands, even tens of thousands, okay? According to reports, Uyghur parents have been detained in um, internment camps or other detention facilities, leaving their children without parental care, right? Uh, some children have been sent to state-run orphanages or boarding schools where they are indoctrinated into the Chinese language and culture and are cut off from their Uyghur heritage. Other children have been taken in by relatives or friends, while some have been left to fend for themselves. Nobody. Just in the street. They're in the street. Uh, there are also reports of Uyghur children being forcibly separated from their parents as they attempt to flee Xinjiang or seek asylum in other countries. In some cases, children have been taken into custody by Chinese authorities and sent to orphanages and boarding schools while parents have faced detention or imprisonment. The long-term effects of family separations on Uyghur children and their families is unclear, and the concerns about the psychological traumas and long-term social economic consequences are real. The loss of family support and cultural identity could have a lasting impact on the well-being and resilience of the children and their families. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about the internment camps as well, right? Because we need to know something about those. Well, the Chinese government has established a vast network of concentration camps in Xinjiang, which it refers to as re-education or vocational training centers. These camps reportedly detain Uyghurs and other ethnic minorities without trial or legal representation and subject them to indoctrination, forced labor, and physical abuse. Here are some of the details about the camps. Uh, estimated the number of people held in these camps vary, but is believed to be in the hundreds of thousands or even over a million. The Chinese government has built new, built new facilities and expanded existing ones in recent years suggesting that the camps are a major part of its strategy to suppress the Uyghur population. So they're just flat out telling you that that's what they're going to do. Wow, I don't understand how they're allowed to do this. I just don't, I mean, if, if we were doing it here, oh my God, could you imagine? All right, conditions, right? The reports from other detainees and other sources describe the conditions in these camps as harsh and abusive. Detainees are reportedly subjected to political indoctrination, forced to renounce their religion and cultural identity, and forced to learn Mandarin Chinese. They are also said to be subjected to physical abuse, including beatings and torture, and to be forced to perform unpaid labor. There's no trial, right? Nobody's in trial. They just get detained without trial. One of the most controversial aspects of these camps is that detainees are held without trial or legal representation, often forced to, for, in, uh, for indefinite periods of time. And families are often not informed of their loved ones' whereabouts or well-being. And detainees are reportedly subject to solitary confinement and other forms of isolation. There's plenty of surveillance. I got to tell you that right now. The Chinese love their surveillance. The Chinese government has implemented a high-tech surveillance system in Xinjiang, which is used to track the movements and activities of Uyghurs and other minorities. This system is used to monitor and control the activities of the detainees in the camps as well as the broader population. The Chinese government denies that it's operating internment camps and uh, concentration camps in Xinjiang. 
instead describing them as voluntary vocational training centers where hundreds of thousands, even millions of these, of these Uyghurs are voluntarily just dropping themselves. Like they're giving up their homes and moving right in because they love to be in concentration camps. Fucking Chinese, I swear to God. Um, although many human rights organizations and governments dispute this characterization and consider the camps to be violations of internment, inter- international human rights laws. All right. The existence of these camps has been widely condemned by the international community, yet, yet nobody does anything, with many countries and organizations calling for an independent investigation into the human rights abuses in Xinjiang like that's ever going to happen. So let me tell you about the forced sterilization and the sexual abuses by the Chinese government on the Uyghurs, right? There's forced sterilization. There's reports that Uyghur women have been forcibly sterilized or coerced into undergoing sterilization procedures often without their consent or knowledge. Some women have been threatened with detention or other forms of punishment if they refuse to undergo the procedure. This has been described as a form of population control and an attempt to reduce the Uyghur's uh, birth rate. There are also reports of sexual abuse going on against Uyghur women in detention in other facilities. Detainees are are repeatedly subjected to physical and sexual violence, including rape and other forms of assault. There are also reports of forced marriages between Han Chinese men and Uyghur women, which are seen as forms of assimilation and culture erasure. Well, well, well. Guess what that? Guess what that is, folks? Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Uh-huh. Well, how do you like that? That's their ancient Chinese secret, folks. You know, there's a detailed analysis of, of, of environmental degradations from China. Why are we buying our stuff from China if they're just destroying, literally destroying the atmosphere, destroying uh, the planet all by themselves at 10 billion on their 10 billion on their carbon footprint? Are you kidding me right now? That is huge. Uh, China's rapid economic growth over the past few decades has come at a high environmental cost. There's air pollution. They have some of the worst and most severe air pollution in the world. Industrial emissions, vehicle exhaust, coal-fired plants main, uh, are all main sources of pollution, leading to high levels of particulate matter and other pollutants that can have serious health impacts on the population. China's rivers and lakes are heavily polluted with industrial waste, agricultural runoff, and untreated sewage, all contributing to the problem. Many areas of the country are also facing water scarcity, exacerbating the pollution, right? China's soil is facing significant degradation due to industrialization, overuse of fertilizers and pesticides, and soil erosion. And this has led to the declining agricultural productivity and other environmental problems. China is the world's largest emitter of greenhouse gases, primarily due to its heavily reliance on coal for energy. The country has made some progress in transitioning to cleaner energy sources like wind and solar power, but its emissions are still rising and are still a major contributor to global climate change. China is home to a wide diversity of plant and animal species, but many of them are under threat from habitat destruction, pollution, and other human activities. The country has established several protected areas and conservation programs. (laughs) That's just... Just a weak attempt in their part to placate, you know, the rest of the world. So forget that. They're underfunded, underfunded and poorly uh, enforced, right? China is facing a waste management issue that is huge. It's a crisis 
with growing amounts of solid waste and hazardous waste posing significant environmental health risks. The country has recently implemented stricter regulations on waste disposal and is promoting greater recycling and other waste reduction measures. But guess what? They're full of shit in those, both of those areas. No one's allowed to inspect any of that. China's rapid economic growth and development model may be unsustainable for the long term. You know, you've got to ask yourself, right? What's going on? Why are they allowed to do all of this? And is it true? Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Is it true? That's what you got to ask yourself. What is their secret to success now? China's rapid economic growth and development model is unsustainable, folks. They are going to implode, which is why they're going to try to annex Taiwan. That's what's going on. By 2027, they will try to take Taiwan. We cannot allow that. We have promised Taiwan that will never happen. And it depends on who's in power. I can tell you this. After this next administration is gone, whoever takes control then is risking being the leader of the free world in charge of a war with China. Period. So why is it okay to give you money to these brands? Right? Why is it okay to give you money to Samsung and Amazon? Why? I know it's a ridiculous question in some ways and so do you. But too many people are squawking about how much money companies make, whether or not they're paying their fair share. Making them, make them pay more, everybody says. But the fact is, if everyone who was mad at these companies stopped buying these products that were made there, then these companies would listen. Bud Light is listening right now. And they're scrambling hard. They just came out with a commercial that pretty much smacks you in the face with everything that's American, including two guys drinking a Bud Light on a porch together. And guess what they did in that commercial? They told you that the LGBTQ, the LGB community doesn't drink Bud Light. <laughs> they went the complete opposite way and embarrassed themselves. Okay. You know, really stupid commercial. You know, Nike used to be made in Vietnam. What happened? What happened? Vietnam was becoming too controlled. Vietnam was uh, taking care of their people a little bit better. Uh, Vietnam wasn't using forced child labor from the Uyghurs. Is that what happened with Nike? Right? The prices didn't change, but their costs did, right? I got an Apple iPhone. And I, I love that thing. I, I mean, I have every iteration except for the 14. I love my Apple TV Cube. I love Apple iTunes. And I own a shit ton of movies, too. Matter of fact, I got to put them in my will. That's how many I own. I'm guilty. I am guilty. Now, like a great leader once said, let he who is without sin cast the first stone, right? And there you have it. We're all guilty. And so all these companies will continue to grow and succeed, and the Uyghur people will be eradicated in a genocidal efficiency not seen since Nazi Germany. It's either that, or the Chinese government's going to keep just enough of them around through eugenics and population control 
so that they can continue to have inbred slavery. Guilty as charged. Are you? Can we do something about it or not? Why are we complaining about this country, the one that we live in, when we are nowhere near the unapologetic culprit that China has been, right? But then again, right? It always comes back, folks. And it, it, always, it always comes back to this one thing. Calgon helps detergents get laundry up to 30% cleaner. That's right. It all comes back to Calgon helping you get your laundry 30% cleaner because you know what that is? That's the... Are you ready? Ancient Chinese secret, huh? That's right, folks. You know it and I know it. Thanks for being here today with things you're not supposed to talk about with Louis G. That's me. Have a great day, folks.